Welcome all the listeners to another episode of Trials and Meditations. Trials and Meditations. It's your boy Red Dragon. Just inviting my people in. So let the stories begin. Let the stories begin. I'm only talking about the first when I'm talking my favorite gen. It's time to reminisce with two of my favorite men. Whether you're saying two or whether you're saying Tim, make sure you say it here with two of my brothers, Kim. Kim Wa, Kim Ness, other Bedaini guests. No matter where the convo goes, never finesse. Rituals was our gathering place. Escaping up out of this world, chanting. That's why we called it the space embrace. This is a one of a kind podcast. Kings and chiefs speaking. I'ma call it a godcast. This is a movement. I'm glad that you're tuned in. First generation of family reunion. I'm all in on this reminiscing affair. And every word that I speak is like a fist in the air. Simple kick in the snare is all I need for my comrades. Time to lift off. Better get on your launch pads. It's savage and fast. Very far from average cats. Every memory is an actual fact. I ain't going to bore you to death. But I say it with my heart and my chest. I say in every part of my breath. S. Call it meditation and trials. I'm talking from state to state. There's dedication for miles. Meanwhile, it's a celebration of all of us. No matter where we go, we'll never forget the cause of us. Round of applause necessary. Mind and body grow, but the spirit is legendary. Minnesota, North Carolina, the home of the host. And if you leave it up to them, they'll be doing the most. And everybody that comes on, I listen to every word, because it's probably a story that I never heard. Observe as I paint pictures. Evaluate the scriptures. Translated by mortal men who got it twisted what if egyptians never existed first generation would never be a tradition my tree of life grew from the concrete some of us didn't make it that forever haunts me tribes of ashanti lost in the atlantic maduna tear visions i'm wishing for ancient Kemet. present day living ain't a gift at all so many slip and fall can't predict the corona with several crystal balls evolution of man tell me we got through it cooler heads prevail while i'm spitting hot fluid energized by our daily reminders to Breathe easy, out left, in right, bondage. Let's bring it back to brother Farouk and brother Damon. Guarantee they'll be debating about some bacon every show. It might sound ridiculous, but these brothers about to take flight like Icarus. They're elevating the mind, refined and shine, divine dialogue, meditation and trials, moving the timeline along. The point of view of the guests is very important. Just remember you're being recorded. I get through my trials. Yep, 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 yep. Welcome to another episode of Trials and Medication, conversation of the first generation Y2K. I am your co-host Damon S. Trent, and the S stands for Savage. (laughs) And this is Brother Kim, the better Kim, aka Fats the Chef, aka Backwoods of North Cadillac, aka the Brooklyn Dog. What's going on? What's, 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 and who else? And we- it is I. It, it is, is I. I. We always gonna go through this, but I'm gonna say it again. I am the original <laughs> gold one. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> oh man. So what's going on? What's going on, team? It's uh, it's been quite a minute, and we ended uh last season very abruptly. We just uh stopped recording. Yeah, it's been it's been a minute. So is every uh thing good? Is it is everybody still in their respective cities? Is our Everybody's still living, breathing. Everybody's yeah. still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a, a little addition since last we spoke. Not an addition. Huh? Like, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. I didn't even mean it like that. 
Um, my son is here now. Oh, look <laughs> Lottie, oh Lottie. okay, okay. Glad he came up from Barbados. Yeah. Nice. That's that's what's up. That's what's up. Round of applause for uh for Wadi coming to the States here. So so how's that yeah. working out for you guys? Um, you know, it's an adjustment for both of us, I'm but we are you. managing and thriving and he's doing good. He's doing well in school. He's made some friends. Memphis has got way more to do than Barbados. So, you know, he's been busy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's good. He's good. Just happy to be here. Oh, uh, that's, that's what's up. Yeah. I was just thinking about something when you said that about school. I was, ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I was thinking about, uh, you remember you told me when he was back in Barbados, he had the little, uh, South African mm. friend. Yeah. I was, I was wondering if, if, if he still kept in contact with them or how, how's that? Work? He does. He does. <laughs> he does actually. Yeah. They live in Australia right now. Wow. Um, and so talking to them is weird cause it's like odd times. But uh, but they do still keep in contact. Yeah, they FaceTime each other from time to time. Yep, they uh, do. Well, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So we don't have to speak online. Yeah. That was a uh, that's pretty awesome. All right, so let's uh, yeah. let's kind of get into it today. Today on today's show, we actually uh, don't have a guest. But um, no guest. Nah, no guest today. No guest today. We are gonna uh, start off. You know, just the three of us uh, kind of getting back together, getting into our groove here. Uh, we do have a few things we could talk about. You know, we had a a rough almost year is it hasn't even been a year yet but the, the last year like from october 22 to you know october 23 has been it's been kind of rough needless mm-hmm. you know it wasn't a, a good year for the home team but we'll, we'll talk about some things like that we might push that back to next week when we do have a guest on the show but i i think i felt like we needed to uh to talk to the people them about mm-hmm. you know um how the three of us are really connected, right? You know, because if you if you think about it, and no comments from the peanut gallery, but if you think about it, I'm a little older than you guys. And, <laughs> and, and just, you know, just to, to an outsider looking in, it would seem uh, kind of, you know, I'm like, you would have to be an outsider, outsider, though, because I feel like anybody who knows us, so anybody who knows us, you know what I mean? Because as you said, it, you're a bit older than me, but I'm like, yeah, but me and your little sister are sisters. So you're my big brother, you know? But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, even people inside of our circle don't really know that, right? Like, like, uh, I don't know who would not know that, but, you know, maybe people like the Philly community. I I, I would venture to say the Coral Nollies. And those get people don't really know how we get down. And it's interesting because the younger ones, yeah. But I'm like, Dakita knows this pictures of me and Dakita and, and Didi and Sanu. You know what I mean? Like Right, right, right. Yeah, the, so the younger right, ones. But the little so, ones, yeah. They don't know us. They don't know us at all. So we were at the I don't uh, know them. Yeah, we don't know them either. Mm-hmm. We, we, I was at the the thing for uh for uh Tef Ankara this past summer and um I just wanna say that a lot of people showed up. And showed out mm-hmm. uh, for that. It was it was a beautiful yeah. event. Uh, but beautiful. Uh, I was in there. I was you know I was coming out of the building because there was a lot of people we hadn't seen. He's like ah, and I was uh, coming out of the building and um, uh, uh, the Tef from Philly. Come on, help me out. Mm-hmm. Two T. right? And I was walking out the door and he saw me. Right. And he was standing with his son, the oldest of the little people, right? 
there's a whole other set that I don't even there's know. There's a whole other set, but the, the oldest of them, and he stopped me. And I'm talking about Ottawa stopped me. He's like, hey, come on, what's up? And, you know, we got to chop it up for, for a hot second. And it was good to see. It was, in my opinion, I thought it was good for his son to see that, right? To see that, you know, like, that we just not random people that come around and stuff. And, you know, so we all really yeah. connected to each other. So I, I thought that was awesome for him to see. Um, Rashad mm-hmm. was there. You know, she gave me a lot of love. It was, it was, it was dope. And then, you know, so I, I felt like on this show, we just need to just put it all the way out there and, and talk about mm-hmm. things. And, and we'll see, like, because like Emsa said, you know, uh, she and my mother's daughter are, are the same age and, you know, they are the same year and, you know, they're really connected and stuff. And so that's really, even before that, that's, uh, you know, I was connected to Emsa's mom and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. we'll, we'll kind of talk about stuff like that and, and, you know, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. Is that okay? All right. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, cool, cool. So let's uh, let's 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 jump in right into it. Um, now I'm gonna start with Fats uh, because he's a little older than Emsa, and so we were kind of around before uh, those guys was a was an idea, right? And so <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't know if and I tell people this all the time. I you know I'm friends with people I knew since I was like five, and people are like like. So he was five? Like, yeah, since I, since yeah. I was five, yo. You know what I'm saying? And we really are friends, most of us, some of us. <laughs> a lot of us, right? The, the majority mm-hmm. of us are, are still friends. And so I, I was just thinking back to when, this is crazy, when we used to go out to Queens to uh to your grandmother's house, right? Right. And when I was there was over the summer, jits. he was young, no, little, like this is how little we was. We used to take, and I don't even know if you remember this, but we used to take baths <laughs> in the kitchen sink, right? In the sink. Aww. In the sink. That's how little we were, right? Like we was taking baths young in the sink. Jits. And um, we was traveling back and forth from Brooklyn to Queens to the Bronx yeah. or wherever, you know, we was... Uh, we was cool. in every borough. We was in every borough then, and it, it, was, it was dope. All over, and really, uh, your grandmother's house is like a staple in the community, right? Like, I don't know how long she's been living there, but she's been living there as long as I know you guys. So that's like yeah, as long as I've been. Well, yeah, as long as I've been alive, I think. Look at that! Look at that shit. She's so, you know, it's, well, it's, yeah, because I mean, in talking to like my mom and them's generation, okay. So what I, I'm here, like, what people really don't know is that me and Knessa are strangely tied to each other. In ways that people don't know. Facts. Um, because I'm thinking about times before him and I were even born. I know that our parents knew each other. Mm, talk about it. Like from, I mean, from high school days, from the neighborhood in Queens, and like my mom mm-hmm. and Sanu's dad, they all knew each other from Queens. Like mm-hmm. and my they aunt. were all from the same neighborhood. Wow. Right. Your mother, yeah. your aunt, my father. They all went to school mm-hmm. together. Like before, you know, like high school, my mother came to the States when she was about 15 or 16 and went to Springfield and they were all from that neighborhood. So they all, they knew each other from, from way back, you know? So when you're talking about going to Queens and, you know, oh, how long was your grandmother there? I'm like, well, she was there from when my parents were in high school because, you know what I mean? They, they know, you know, they knew the house. Around the corner. I I find it interesting. I find it interesting that all of these groups of people, right? Like it's like groups of people that knew each other before the society 
right? Mm-hmm. Then came to the society, and I, I and I, I right. you know, that would be an interesting question, like to see if they came together or if one came. I've first. asked, I've asked that of some of them, how yeah. they found themselves there, and like, because there are pockets of them who grew up with each other, Facts. like mm-hmm. Moda, Mumadu, um, uh, Sahati Mu's mother, um. They all went to like junior high school together. Muminacha too, Kim's mom. They all went to high school together. Like oh, wow. Muda, Muda is Kim's godmother. Muda and Kim and, and Muminacha too have known each other since like junior high school or something like that, like elementary school. Wow. And so I've, you know, I've gotten into asking them like, so did y'all kind of travel here together with y'all friends mm-hmm. and y'all, or did y'all spread out and then kind of gravitate back here? I've asked some of them that because even I had this conversation with your mom. She grew up with Nikki Charles. Yeah. And so it was like, and then, but then she was friends with um, Bayer's mom. So it was like, well, did they meet each other through you or did you meet him through her? Or, you know what I mean? Like, how did, you know, how did that all happen? If you knew him from childhood, because she always talks about, you know, him being a kid in Harlem and like, they knew each other from childhood. And then she was friends with Omari's mom. So I was like, well, were you the bridge? This is, you know what I, mean? I find you... this interesting as well. My mom was actually friends with... Um... Nikki Charles. No, Nikki Charles, he's a little older than them. So she wasn't really mm-hmm. friends with Nikki Charles. She was friends mm-hmm. with his sister. From sister, what I right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she mm-hmm. was, my mom yep. was also friends with um, Mootsam Hair before the society. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I find that real interesting too. Like they went to, I think, City College together or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they knew each other before the society, which is... Uh, you know, it's really interesting. And then, you know, we got a chance to live together, which was right something. Was but then, then also think, like, even from, you know, us being children, that they've known each other from then on to now, which is another, a whole nother lifetime. A whole nother lifetime. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? So another 30, 40 years of knowing these people. Years. You know what I mean? And, you know, this I'm was just really interesting, like, <laughs> I don't really come to New York a lot, and I'm, let me rephrase, because I do come to New York often, but I don't come to New York often enough um, to um, to watch the interactions with these people, right? So mm-hmm. when they when I am around and they are interacting with each other, I find it really interesting and cool. So right. when we were at the thing for for Tef Ankara, uh, my mom. And movement after two my art with with together, and I don't know if you ever been around these two nuts, but these two oh, they just wiggle the whole time. Oh my god, they was they was hilarious, right? And it wasn't <laughs> like they were trying to perform perform. They was just you know vibing with each other, having a good time, and then to be around a, a whole host of other people like mm-hmm. um, Moon Iota was there. Mm-hmm. Um, she she's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, a tough say who was say who was there friends was... with 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 the brother. You know, what I mean, don't like they the same kind of friendship that they have. Wait, 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 wait! Y'all here talking about now? Y'all here talking about the funeral? When he passed, I had to remind myself to I got to mention it to my father because he's from that neighborhood and he's a musician. And at the, the same week that it happened, my uncle passed away, my youngest uncle, my grandmother's youngest son, he passed away. So I was on the phone with my grandmother and I mentioned to her, 
Oh, grandma, you know, Harvey. And she said, handsome Harvey? Mm-hmm. My grandmother, my grandmother knew, him. knew him, too. Right. He my grandmother to knew him. and sing for mm-hmm. my grandmother. She loved right. him. She right. loved Harvey. I had to mention to my grandmother that handsome Harvey passed away, right? Yeah, my grandmother knew him. Now, you know what's interesting about that is what you said, just said that that your dad was also an instrumentator and uh, he knew uh, a tough encore mm-hmm. as well. And when they, but that neighborhood, no, when they had so their, uh, mm-hmm. when they, I guess when they were at the height of the Bedouin mm-hmm. Orchestra, mm-hmm. they were pretty phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. Like, like hands down, like this how this how dope they were. And I, I just heard this song the other day <laughs> on the radio, right? Like they used to sing the song Mr. Goodbar. You know that song? Hey, Mr. Goodbar. You know, you know that song. They used to change the lyrics though. Uh whatever, but I thought it was their song. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I legit thought it was their song. And then I heard it on the radio. This one I was little. I was like, yo, how did somebody else sing that song? Man, funny. And that's what I learned about covers, but that's how dope they were. Like they could take okay, the song it was and like make the it their band. You remember who was in it? Uh, in the Gabby? Uh, no, Wilson. No, no, no. Oh, Benoit oh. Yeah, yeah, I remember who was in it, of course. But our question, like, uh, we had uh, we had Seth Encore. I was on lead vocals and pianos. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, Seth Encore. Seth was dead. Pop. Yeah, Seth was dead. We got to get to him, though. We had uh, we had uh, M Size Dad, Craig Neal on on mm-hmm. bass. Uh, we oh, had way uh, back. we had a uh, Shechem Cinema Cool uh, vocals and drumming, right? No doubt. Then we had uh, Shechem and Nani was a lead vocalist. Uh, also, mm-hmm. uh, Nyota, she was a lead vocalist. Mm-hmm. Musa Husky was a, a flautist and a lead vocalist. Um, mm-hmm. Then we had uh, we had uh, David. I don't remember if you remember this. A tough, a tough David. He was uh, Michelle's pops. Y'all remember Michelle mm-hmm. and Carlos? Right, right, right. They were, uh, mm-hmm. they were uh, Hispanic. Yeah, they were Hispanic, yeah. yeah. He was like, I think he did keyboards too. He he was a part mm-hmm. of it. Then we had Shechem Rayer, and I didn't mean to cut you off, Shechem Fats, Rayer. but we had Shechem I Rayer. Know, I forgot his name for a second. And y'all remember Pops? Pops. That's grandfather? Oh, my goodness. Yo, listen. On the trumpet. Trombone, oh, but listen, listen, listen. With the finger. With the finger. With the, <laughs> yo, this brother was serious. Whose grandfather is this? Ceresis. Uh, he, was, uh, he was married to uh, Sir. Sir that's our yeah. damn pest. I think that's the oh. name, right? It was Grandmoo's husband. Oh, yeah. my goodness. This attack was serious. Grandmoo did have a husband. I remember him. Yeah, yeah. He had I the, he had the old ago. school gazelles, the- old school <laughs> glasses with the tent on them. With the tents on them. But like, that's yeah, how so dope they heard. was. They had a horn section. You understand? Like, they didn't just have a horn yeah. play. Like, except a second my ear was, was on the saxophone. Cool. And this was crazy. Like, I don't even know if you guys know this, but my Tef was out to lunch, right? So when I was about eight or nine years old, this nigga decided he wanted to learn how to play the saxophone. Like, nigga, you want to learn how to play the saxophone now? Right? Like, now is not the time. It's to never too late. It is never too late, but this nigga decided to buy, like, the biggest saxophone in the saxophone <laughs> store. <laughs> All right. 
He might have taken like four lessons or something. I was like, yo, get like, what are you doing, bro? Like for real. So he never made it to to the stage, but he was hilarious though. That's I man, like but I mean, you know, he's Jamaican. thought he was stealing name. He's Jamaican. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if y'all remember. I feel, this I feel like we're missing somebody though. We we missing somebody out of the out of the band. I feel like it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know the band with my dad. I can't was remember. Oh, whatever. Oh, man. So this we did miss somebody. We did miss Ooh. somebody. And this is crazy that we missed this attempt because I believe he was in my mom's wedding. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, this brother's name. So remember I said they had a horn section. So we said, check him right here. And, yeah, and, and I saw Grand I Pops. It was another, somebody on the horn. And it was another saxophonist in, in this section. And his brother's name was, uh, I think his name was like David or something. Um, I'm not quite sure. I would have to uh, act, uh, talk to my moms, but he was he was he was also a part of like your dad would know exactly who I'm talking about, Emsa, right? Mm. And I'm pretty sure I, I I I may be off with his name being David, but it was something like that. And it was then another, you're getting the most important part. What's the most important? The most part? important person. Who's that? Tough brother Kwame Shaw on the Oh, on he the was a, mix. he was a, yeah. <laughs> on the ones and twos on the ones and, and the twos. DJ for the after party. Remember the after party? Yeah, I, I you know, can't lie to you. The after party songs every time. <laughs> yeah, DJ Kwame Shaw is hilarious, right? So okay, so this is the thing, though, right? Can I ask you? Got to understand that the set. No, I know list had to for the Sarah set party. <laughs> right, exactly. Is, you know what I mean? It's pretty no, limited. There's a few. Stopping the snap. There you go. There you go. <laughs> they rock hey, that little Frankie Beverly. <gasps> hey, hey, you know what's crazy about those old parties? Mm. They used to go to like four or five in the morning, though. Oh, they used to go to the sun. Like, like, y'all still here? I used to be like, come on. What? Can, we'd can we be go like, now? We'd be like, in the corner sleeping. Sleeping, like, like oh, what my the goodness. hell is going on? Can yep. we go home? <laughs> Sleep. They're like, no, I got to go. Uh, after the party, I gotta go shop in the in the store, in the grocery store, <laughs> right? At four in the morning, I gotta get some stuff for the for the house. Like, uh, come on now, at four in the morning. And then sometimes before we moved to Brooklyn, we used to have to go all the way to the Bronx. That Damn. shit was the worst, bro. That shit was like, yo, they were some no. partying spiritual people, boy. Yeah, they was that, and that was ritualizing cool. <laughs> until the sun come out. Like, come right? on, now. the ritual got to be five hours. Good lord. They get to drinking a little hair punch. Mm-hmm. Why do the ritual gotta go to three in the morning? Jesus. We've been here since seven. Cause right, I was gonna say back in the day, they used to start. If we've been here since seven, it ain't start till ten. It ain't start yeah. till ten. Right? I thought right. I thought it was one day or two. Why are we invoking all of them? All of them today. Oh. Yo, but let me <laughs> ask y'all this question though, and th- and this is uh we're gonna see how this works out. But it was a portion of the rituals that used to be, like, a lot longer than it had to be, in my opinion. Let me qualify by saying that. Um, who do you think, if you had to talk about it, had the longest libation pouring uh, routine? I'm going to put Muharingala in there. You know, no, it was always, it was always Muharingala. It was always Ottawa. Like, oh my God, that oh, lady. Wow, Manetta, it was always. Like, it might have taken her like two <laughs> minutes to get into the position to start uh, pouring the libation. <laughs> yeah, I better leave her alone. 
And then, yo, you know what it was about her though? Like she has to enunciate every syllable, so everything had to come mm-hmm. out perfectly and everything. English teacher. Nah, she was she was she was awesome. <laughs> but yeah. She, but she did have the longest libation ever. Like I, I I would never forget that. Like come on, lady, we we down here for. Yeah, I think graduate. after a while, I kind of just you know. Are you talking about at school? Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, at yeah. school, right? Like in the morning, like we can't even start nothing. I can see it. Until yeah. until we get this libation out the way. Yeah, I can see that. I could, I can see that. That's hilarious. No, it, oh. it is hilarious. Like so, so. So wait, no, I actually have a couple questions, you guys. Go with your because questions. I showed up in the society, so y'all know me in the society, and I know society with y'all. But y'all had lives before you even came to the society, like before I was born, because y'all are older than me, obviously, and 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 before you came to the society so like what was that like how long did y'all know each other before like my generation came around and like like, when did y'all meet each other how old were you guys when y'all met no like legit i would say i was about five or six okay so little guys i don't don't really remember my life before the society right so Mm. Okay. And, okay. And that's that's really my question. Like, do you remember much of your life before the society, or like? I mean, I remember like? it was always like I think all you know, most of my friends was a part of like when they were going to like classes uh-huh. you know, before the society be- became a society. Society, you were still there, yeah. Okay. Sisters taking classes and stuff. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Before they, you know, made it an actual right organization. Right, right. Um, yeah. It was a collective. It was a community. You know, they were doing their little classes yeah. and gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Like I don't even you remember my diet changing. Like I don't remember, you know, going from eating. See, and meat. that's uh-uh. that's what I want to know as well because I always say to myself, "Oh, well, y'all eat meat now because y'all used to at some point," and like. I mean, part of it is just that I never really wanted to. But I also always felt like it was easier for y'all to kind of revert back or to switch back because you did at some point, as opposed to us who never have. Um, It's got to be something that you really, really want to do. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I used to eat that and I don't anymore. For me, it was I never I've never eaten that. Like, it's never been food for me. For for and I'm speaking for myself, and I can speak for one other person because I know this is absolutely true. For myself and Omari, right? It was mm-hmm. more so of a thing of they were so opposed to Against us eating meat that we yeah. had to see what this was all about. Like what? Like Wait, like, I so can't that be was the case, but that was the case for me and sweet things. I never wanted to eat meat. Like I never really wanted to. I never want. I still don't eat meat. I never wanted to. But my thing was cakes and candies and chocolates and that kind of like I had a sweet tooth so that was more my thing you know what's Um, interesting is that my grandfather even though I never met Mickey before my grandfather used to work at a bakery right mm -hmm. so even after he died you know my moms still had peoples in the bakery so Mm -hmm. even when we were a part of the society she was still taking me up to the bakery and you know old black people they don't give a fuck about nothing Right? Oh, this nigga been taking a piece of this cake here. Oh yeah. So they, so, you know, so I, I was getting sweets. That's what I'm saying. Like, so that's the point where I was making. Like, my moms would make it okay an exception for me to get some sweets every now and again. So I was oh, loving yeah. the cake. But, but the meat. My family so, was just Caribbean. And they was like, "No, we gonna give you. You gonna eat some of this cake? 
Your mother don't want you to eat none of this stuff. So but my grandmother was also like, I'm gonna sneak a pigtail into the rice. Oh, wow. And I couldn't really I couldn't really do that. But yeah, no, it was my thing was never meat. I've never really wanted to eat meat. So it was more about like sweets and that was my thing. I remember my brother getting caught eating a piece of fried chicken when he was like twelve. Oh wow. And like I was thinking the other day that they didn't kill him for that, but I'd have got killed for the Snickers that I was eating. Uh, I, wonder, yeah. I wonder where he got it from. No, oh, he was at school. They had like a show at his school. Oh, wow. I remember he was in a forest or something. And so they had food for the kids afterwards. Mm. And my brother like went up, you know, into the room where they had all the kids after the show. And my brother was throwing down on some fried chicken and potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, speaking of potato salad, yo, I don't even know if y'all are aware of what I'm about to say. But in the Dominican Republic, they put beets in their potato salad. Did you guys know that? I've had potato salad with beets in it before. I have. And I'm not mad at it. I was I was I was highly upset. I was, I was like, what? This shit out of here. I was like, what is this? But why is it purple, yo? I, I couldn't believe it, right? And then <laughs> it's I'm, tropical. Eat the purple food. Hell's like. no! I ain't eating that purple shit. That don't even look like natural shit, right? I'm and more the, upset about the pigtail in the rice or the gooseneck that got to go in the collard greens all the damn time. Why does it have to be a turkey in the in the greens? Now I can't eat the greens because there's a turkey in it. Because it gives it more flavor. That's what the black people say. Gives it more flavor. It's vegetables though. Could vegetables? Does everything have to be flavored with meat? It does everything. The meat tastes like meat, right? Flavor. And then you gonna put meat gravy on it, right? And so the rice tastes like meat too. Do the vegetables gotta taste like meat too? Yeah. Food from the it's like it's like bacon. You know, bacon makes beets. everything better. I don't. I wouldn't know. I, was, <laughs> I, I would definitely know. I would. Uh, I was thinking about this too. Uh, Omari's grandmother, she used to make this thing. I don't even know what it's called, right? But it's like a potato stuffed with all kind of meats and shit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was delicious. Oh, and oh, man. And Omari's grandmother used to make, like, she was like a legit Puerto Rican, right? Like, if you come in her house, you have to eat something type of Puerto Rican and shit. Like, mm -hmm. like if you're not eating, you being disrespectful. And you know, I didn't want to be mm -hmm. disrespectful because my parents <laughs> raised, they raised me better than that. <laughs> so, <you> know, I... <laughs> so, my sister and her youngest son were in Barbados for a month. Um, the other two came down for two weeks, but it was the one that was Wadi's age, and so they hung out for a month before he came up here. And although my sister is vegetarian. Her husband was Nigerian, and you know, mm. Nigerians just eat, they eat cattle. So, like, right. they eat it right off the, the cat. They eat the cattle, cat. right. right? Right, right, right. We got to cook it. So, the compromise was that the kids don't eat red meat, but they eat fish and they eat chicken. Mm. And so, my sister will make fried chicken for the kids, which is like crazy to me, but whatever. So, is Wadi, um, what's Wadi's Wadi's diet? Wadi's a pescatarian. He's a pescatarian, got you. Yes. But he asked me. No, his father calls me one day because his father's a pescatarian as well. And his father goes, come and get your child. So I'm like, what happened? He goes, the little boy just asked me if he could try some chicken. <laughs> so he I called him and he, he messaged me. Right. Smoked that Popeyes. So, so it's this is Barbados. It ain't no Popeyes. <laughs> but my sister it's had been KFC. cooking chicken for her son. And he's like, well, I just want to try it. Like, 
you know, everybody everybody eats it and everybody says it's so good. So I just want to try it. I've never had it. And and then his father goes, but what if you like it? And he goes, I'm not going to eat it all the time. I've just never had it. So, like, I want to try it. And so I was like, all right, well, you can try it if you want. Because I'm so just not going to be our parents. Like, I'm not doing that at all. If you want to try it, I'm not going to encourage him to eat it. I don't eat it and I'm not going to feed it to him. And I'm not going to, you know what I mean? I'm not going to push it on him. I'm not going to tell him that he can't try it, though. He tore like, that shit up, didn't he? No. No? Sorry, I was like, no, 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 no. He hasn't tried. Sorry, he's here asking me something. He didn't. He he actually didn't try it. Um, Got you. I, he was there with my sister, and she was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna offer it to him, but if I'm making it and he asks for a piece, now that I notice you're okay with it, I'll just give him a piece to try." But he didn't. He didn't ask for it again after that. But oh, he curious. did ask me for cow milk since he's been here. Now he's like, "Can I try this cow milk?" Because now he goes to public school in America. And put they start milk. Put something bitter in it. He ain't gonna like it. So do they put some pickle wait, juice in it? Do they have school lunch at his school? They do have school lunch, but no, I give I give him lunch every day. Got like, you. I'm listening to you. Yeah, I give him lunch every day. He's not eating school lunch. School lunch is not. It's not for our diet. Like it's not. <laughs> he would be starving because there'd be nothing he could eat. Really. You know, really, school um, lunches are not for anybody's diet. They're, they're, no. They're horrible. They're like, like they're really pool. not. And like this school does a decent job. Like yesterday for breakfast, they had chicken and biscuits, like proper like biscuits and little fried chicken pieces and things. Like wow. they try to feed them decent food. Um, they do. They get like they get fruit snacks, not fruit snacks like the gummies, like chopped up fruits. And because my school is predominantly Hispanic, sometimes it's fruit that I've never even seen before. It's like nice. You know, it's like some foreign stuff from the international market. You know what I mean? It might be something that the kids know or whatever. But it'll be that every day after. And the school I was at last year was giving them, like, Doritos and, like, you know, and, and some little apple juice thing. Let me but ask you this like... question, right? Mm-hmm. So when we were growing up and we were attending the school, the society school, right? Yes, sir. If they, the... I don't know what the restaurant, the name of the restaurant was at the time we were coming up, but whatever, the restaurant that they had at the society, mm-hmm. if they would have provided like a, a school lunch menu for, you know, like for us during school time, like, you know, Monday through Friday, whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would that, you think that would have helped or hurted you guys? No, it wouldn't have done It wouldn't have mattered? No. But you still no, would have went to the store, you still would have been getting a hero some pizza no i think that that would have been a great idea just from a business standpoint like that would have been great and like a parent standpoint like you just don't even have to think about it my kids go to the school they're vegetarian they start vegetarian lunch like that would have been great to not have to worry about his lunch um is awesome like that's just such a convenience for parents so that would have been great and later on like when it moved to that last building I know at some point Haiti was there doing the lunch. She, there was a lunch program, and she was providing, you know, she was cooking the lunch and providing lunch or whatever. So they did eventually move to that. Oh wow! <laughs> I, I've also heard that people her age are interesting, right? And like in the in the sense that some of them don't make connections with people, right? Like deep connections with people, right? Y'all, uh-huh. y'all following what I'm saying? Yes, I am. Do you think it's the time that they grew up in? Is do you think it's the society that they grew up in, or do you think it's just those individuals? 
I think it's no I mean, individual. You think it's what? Because all the guys, all the guys are real connected. No, they're not. The guys are interesting as well. Some of the guys are interesting as well. Well, we're talking about the guys, those their age. Connected. We're talking about those yeah. guys, their age. So I, I don't really know how those guys. Right. And, and this is interesting. When uh when I was in New York for a tough on cross thing, I got to hang out with the young Shabbos. And those uh-huh. guys are hilarious, right? No, they're great. You know, they and they're, they're great, too. They, they have the same thing that we have in the sense that it doesn't matter how long time elapses yeah, yeah, yeah. when we get back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, boom, boom, boom. We just jump back into it and... You know, they snapping yeah. on each other. They vibe. So, and they're cool with the DC one. Yeah, they, they all of that. Yeah. So yeah. Those guys, I think they're, they're, they're just like us in, in that sense. Like, But I, I don't know about these those younger people, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't... Well, Haiti is, is a little bit younger than our men. So you're talking about our men's age. And remember, in between our men's age and your age, there's my age. Right. Um. So my group is obviously like me, Tunde, Senfu, and Dan... Try, and then some of those guys are our younger siblings. So you have Amen, and you have uh, Machette, and even Machette is a couple years younger than Amen. But Machette, and um, you know, and then you get that whole age group: Satam and like Session and Aiyak, who is part of that crew, and like Graham and Cameron and all of them. And Cameron is a couple years younger as well. But um, man, I'm so glad you brought up Graham and Cameron, right? Because those two guys specifically. Mm-hmm. Don't really know me, and just stay with me for a second, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how old they are, but they don't. And when I say they don't know me, like if they see me someplace, they would definitely know who I am, and they would come up to me and speak to me. They'd be like, "How you doing?" Right, Whatever, right, right. But they don't know me in the sense that a tune day knows me, right? right. Or right. or sinful, right? But I, you mm-hmm. know, I, they always see me, and I always see them. So when I saw them this past summer, right. I was, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, who are them two little niggas over there? You know, they're Kamau's little brothers, they're right? Kamau's little brothers. I was like, wow. Yeah. That shit is... Speaking of Kamau's little brothers, this shit is hilarious, right? Wait, hold on. Before you move on, hold on for one Before second. Before I move on. You know that they are cousins to Shekamau I did not know that. And that's how we got them. Yeah, that's how we got yeah. them. Those are Shekamau Chirima's cousins. Wait, wait, wait. Their mom? Their mom yeah. is, is Moo Pat. She's Moo Patricia. She was Aunt Pat. Like, I remember her from coming to Brevoort to visit her cousin. She was Aunt Pat. And they lived up in Spring Valley. Mm-hmm. And the Teps used to drive us up there to go and hang out because it was like, let's get the kids out of the ghetto for the weekend. Yeah. And, we and they would up, us up to Spring we Valley. And we would spend a night up in Spring Valley because that's where they lived. Now, I didn't know that she was second watch you cousin, but I definitely cousin, knew who she yeah. was, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's how we ended First up with cousin. this. And so yeah, at the funeral... Mm-hmm. She's talking she's to uh, community. Yeah, she's right. in the community. So she's at the funeral talking to Nayuman and Amit. Do we know who that is? Mm-hmm. Yes. Of so course she, we do. She's talking to Nayuman and Amit, and I just popped up on them. I was like, oh, boom. And so, you know, if you don't know, let me just explain it to you people real shortly. They knew it's my peoples. We go way back, right? So I popped up mm-hmm. on the scene and they knew it was giving me love. I put my arm around her, like gave her a hug, like, oh, and they kept talking. And this nice lady looks at Nainu and says, oh, who is that? Who is that? Your husband? I said, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, ew, no. She's like, ew, no, right? I'm like, <laughs> and then so the lady's like, she's looking at me. She's like, should I know who you are? I'm like, yeah, you should know who I am. 
you're Kamal's mom, right? And she just, that was the floor. She's like, oh, yes, I am. And I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's all good, though. But that, I thought that was pretty funny. Am I, is this your husband? <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at me tying some some loose ends for you. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty dope. That was, you know, that's, you learn something new every day is what they say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they grew up at Brevoort. I knew them before they, me and Kness obviously knew them before they, yeah, when they really decided. Yeah. Kamal told me that uh, one of his kids is going to college or something like. I'm like, what? Uh-huh. Yeah, I said, Kamal girls. Yeah, Kamal looked like he'd been eating kids. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I, I, I said it. Yeah, I said it. I said, oh shit, look at this nigga over here. Kamal, listen to what I'm telling you. Kamal used to be skinny. Am I lying? So did you? I did. I did. I, <laughs> Masking, <laughs> and then I don't, I don't know how it happened then, for Kamal, right? But it just so it happened the same way it happens for everybody. You get a girl, you get kids, man. You just get fat. And you just this lady and do. I, I remember we was in Vegas one time, right? <laughs> and I was telling that's my moms, my moms <laughs> was like, "Yo, um, that's part of the problem." I'm sorry, you stupid. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. You start going to Vegas. You look. <laughs> no, that, so I should have never came to Minnesota, right? Because, like, like. I remember the move to Minnesota. So and like, it was like, he's moving to Minnesota. It's, it's so easy. What? It's so easy. Right? That's like, what the hell? Like, this is crazy. When I first moved to Minnesota, I don't even think I told you guys this, right? When I first moved to Minnesota, my license was suspended. So, probably like. I don't know. It's probably like six months here. I'm here and I get pulled over. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's me and Jamila. And you mm-hmm. know what the police do when you don't have your license is they separate you guys. So they separate us. They, they took me and put me in the back of the cruiser and they had Jamila at the front of the cruiser talking to her. Right. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting in the back of the cruiser. I'm like, God damn. And I know my license is suspended. And I'm like, yo, I'm about to give uh-huh. him, I'm about to give him a fake name. Farouk <laughs> McAllister. No, this is this is funny. This is the only name that I knew that had a license at the time that I could think of ah, was Chabale Feaster, right? <laughs> I was I was getting myself ready. I was about to be Chabale Feaster. I was like, yeah, Chabale Feaster, right? But when the police came back to me, I was like, man, fuck all of that. I was like, I'm gonna just take whatever happens, right? And so I just gave him my real name and everything, and he ran it. Saw that my license was suspended. Simultaneously, me giving him my real name, Jamila had also given him my real name, right? Mm-hmm. Which worked out in our favor. Because had I said something different, yeah. I would have messed us all up. But right. he came back, he ran, and he was like, "Yo, the license is suspended, but I'm not even gonna write you a ticket. I'm gonna let you guys go because y'all fairly honest with me. Y'all didn't, you know, try to run. Y'all just gave me the right information, but uh." You can't drive anymore, sir. Let her do the driving and uh, go ahead and get your license uh, taken care of. And I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, oh, the police here is really cool. Needless to say, <laughs> uh, that was fast my forward. Day. Fast forward, <laughs> man. <laughs> they out here killing niggas. I was like, are they being indicted? <laughs> the whole department. The whole department. I was, I, I was watching this thing from uh, Tulsa last night. So off the t- subject, but I was watching this thing. About the Tulsa uh, criminal justice system. Massacre. Oh, just oh, I thought you meant like the. Oh yeah, the justice system. They had, they said that they had like 145 people 
wrongly convicted. Like how the like that's a lot of people to be people. wrongly convicted of murder. Like like and that I forgot to add that part. It was murder. It wasn't like just drunk driving and no dumb shit. It was it was like yeah. all for murder. I was like, wow. But that's neither here nor there. So anyway, mm-hmm. fast forward, uh we kinda already established uh how our parents and their friends were friends and it's it's funny how they do the same thing that we kind of do too, right? Like being around them at, at the at the thing for a tough encore. You can tell the people that are friends, mm-hmm. and all you know in the circle, even though they don't see each other, they still mm-hmm. were, they were vibing like how we would vibe when we got together, like mm-hmm. you know, like like they never left. Like this is tough. He's hilarious. Uh, he looked at me. He said, "Listen, brother." I said, "What's up?" He said, when I die, I said, all right, whatever. He said, he said, when I die, I don't want no sad singing at my funeral. He said, no, no, uh, what's the name? I sing because I'm happy. None, none of that songs, mm-hmm. none of those songs. I want all upbeat songs. I said, oh, okay, brother. He said, I'm telling you because you're a lot younger than us. I said, this nigga right here is crazy. <laughs> you know, I, when mm-hmm. I we was at the funeral, I, I almost got up to speak. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious. And I, and I was thinking, like, yo, I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna say, yo, this is uh, this is Kemwa. I mean, excuse me, Damon S. Trent, and the S stands for Savage. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't want to go up there and start clowning because I would have went up there and started clowning. Like, yo, tough no, that's always nice, though. I would have appreciated that. I feel like he would have appreciated it too. Yeah, he was he was a real good brother, like like, yeah. like like solid, like that was my guy. And I, I, you know, I tell people that was my mom's friend, but I always yeah. felt like, like he was really my friend too and stuff. So you know, yeah, yeah, I know that that was your mother's buddy. Yeah, that was her, that was her buddy. Mm. Yeah, my trip to Barbados was nuts, y'all. Stop bragging. <laughs> Stop. Stop no, I'm, I'm not because it was it was not it was nuts like it was nuts. Oh, it was it was it was nuts like nutsy cuckoo. Oh, got you. No, it was not good. Like it was not good. Like I was ready to come back to Memphis. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was it was it wasn't it was weird. It was there was it it felt like the pandemic again because I was in Barbados and two uncles basically passed away while I was there and so now I'm like. At these Zoom funerals again. Wow. Um, and that just that just was, you know what I mean? I've ooh, that was an awful time. The Zoom funeral, the time of the Zoom funeral, where I'm in another country, just in my kitchen, sweating and crying, and like, you know what I mean? And everybody who's related to this situation is a thousand miles away from me. And I'm just here in my kitchen sweating and crying and like. My son is running through the house with his god brother, and they got on beach pants, and it, you know what I mean. It just was so just surreal and weird. So that it just brought back a lot of memories of that. But um, let me ask you no, this question, right? Uh-huh. In regards to death, right? Like I always felt like when people die is because God had a plan for them. Do you guys feel like that? I do. God had a plan for them to die. No, like, like it was so their time. It was the, the, so, not that he had a plan for them to die, right? So he had a thing uh-huh. for them to accomplish. Whatever they were here to accomplish, 
Yeah. It's all a part of a plan, but, but they was here it's to accomplish something and something. they accomplished yeah. that something. And then it was time <laughs> for them to go. And oh, sometimes God. that accomplishment is not even necessarily when they're alive. And not even just that, I feel like we as people who are here, you know, we romanticize this concept of, oh, we're all here for a purpose and everybody has a thing. And then, you know, their time is coming. They finish their whatever. They, we would all love to think that our story is that grand and that, you know, romantic and Hollywood. But no, sometimes it's literally just to facilitate a moment for uh, for someone to because people go, oh, but then they, why do babies die so young? It always oh, such a tragedy. And no, maybe that needed to happen because maybe it'll affect the people around and something about it will change how they move, which it's all things that are moving the storyline along. And, and the plot isn't always interesting. Every episode is not an episode with the dragons and they're going to, you know, burn the whole town. Some episodes are dialogue heavy because we need things to progress the storyline. If you understand, you know what I mean? If you follow me. And so, and so I feel like, yeah, we're all here for something. And like, even if you can't see it, that doesn't mean that it's not a something. I also though feel like sometimes people get there and stray so far from their path that it's like, yeah, no, it's time for you to start over. Like, I believe that as well, that, you know what I mean? You you just, some people do just straight, you know what I mean? So far from, I lost a really, really close family member in the last couple of years to like a stupid accidental drug overdose. Um, but I believe that that person was someone who had strayed so far from their past um, and had so much going for them and so much potential and just was squandering it. Um, and yeah, sometimes it's like, you're just not going to get this. You know what I mean? You're just not going to get it this turn. And so I'm listening to let's you. start over. You remember when we um, had um, Little Sakura on, on the show? On. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that shit was actually. I thought about that this morning. <laughs> that, was, that was actually mind blowing, right? For for us to be sitting here. And, and I've been, this past summer, I had a whole bunch of my cousins come out to Minnesota. And I've been telling them this story, like how I was sitting there listening to her talk about her friend right that was ready mm-hmm. to transition to the afterlife and mm-hmm. MSI's like yo that's your cousin right and it mm-hmm. actually turned out to be my cousin like yo that shit is mm-hmm. bananas right so but this is why I brought that up because when Secure was on the show she was saying how this young man and I want to be clear about this I didn't know this man at all I, I you know we never <laughs> met we never crossed paths or anything he just happened to be related to me and I happened to be related to him but anyway she was talking about how he was having conversations about him being ready to leave and transition to, to the afterlife, right? That's what Secure was talking about. My cousins came here this summer, and they were talking about the same thing, how this man was ready to transition. I was like, wow. That's um, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty deep. I just thought it was really deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were, She and I were also talking. We were talking about people self-transitioning. And how um, I remember this conversation making Kim that's particularly uncomfortable. You were just like, all right, y'all, this is a bit too much. <laughs> but I was listening to a podcast this morning and they mentioned something about that same thing. And it brought back the memory of that episode that we were, you know, that we were talking about. Um, and just how selfish it is of us to want to keep someone here when 
you know what I mean? When it doesn't mean that there's something wrong, that you're crazy or that you're like, sometimes it's the most sound decision you might ever make. And it's not a decision that I'm trying to make. You know what I mean? But for some people it is. And it's like, how dare we be that selfish to want to hold someone here? It's like, if you're not. I think, I think that you just can't fathom it. Like you can't, you're, ne- right. you're not at the point right. where you can fathom that. Right. And I get, I mean, I get that. It's not, again, not something that I would choose for myself. But I tend to have but a you very don't know. you don't know until not now. Yeah. I mean it's not yeah. something that I think about now. It's you I don't know think that, something... that person ever thought, you know. No, but that's the thing for those that, people. Ah, uh, and I don't know I don't know that though. I do think that well, it's not they... something that you come to just overnight. I do think it's something that, you know, you 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 come to it over time and you're just like, Yeah, no, mm. I I've thought about this and mm. Wait, okay, so back to the summer in Barbados. Oh, my gosh. So my two uncles passed away. And, uh, well, one of them being a Teflon Gras and then and then a biological uncle. And then suicides are not very common in Barbados. Right. Like, the backdrop to all of my drama is that there's, like, five suicides happening that just happened in the six weeks that I was there. And it was young people, like two young women, two young men in their twenties. And then like an older guy in his fifties. So that's going on. And it's just like, what in the world is going on? This is like one suicide, two, maybe, but like five in a span of six weeks, I'm here going, are y'all sure there's not a serial killer? Because this sounds crazy. Like, this doesn't even sound right for Barbados. It really doesn't. And then a girlfriend of mine calls me up one day and she's in a hysterics. And I'm like, what in the world? And so she tells me that a girlfriend of hers who was living in another Caribbean country, um, she committed suicide. And they had just found her that morning. So my friend is like in shambles, a pack of wadi. And him and I go and stay by her house for the weekend, just, you know, trying to take her mind off of it. We hang out and like, whatever. Come back to mine on Sunday. Um, a guy friend of mine, you know, a really good guy friend of mine comes over to my house on Monday and I'm on the phone with my my girlfriend because she's, you know, she's still going through it or whatever. And he's talking to me. And I'm just like, you know, hold on a second. I'm talking to, I tell him who I'm talking to. And I go, her friend just passed away. And I, I go, her friend just committed suicide. So I'm just mouthing it to him. So he mouths back to me here in Barbados. And I go, no, overseas. I tell him where. And he calls the woman's name. Oh, wow. So I'm like, how do you know her? He goes, that's my brother's girlfriend. Wow. I'm like, wait, what? He's like, right, I told you, my brother's always, he's always overseas. I'm like, you do, he did say that. He did say he was going down this week. It's his birthday. He was going to visit his girlfriend. His brother's girlfriend. That was his brother's girlfriend. I had no idea. Like, wow. you know what I mean? I didn't even know that they knew. I was just, and, and, and then the worst of it all, my son's teacher, and I'm whispering this because he doesn't even know I haven't said anything to him. She was pregnant with twins um, all of last school year. 
Um, I was able to see her at the last week of school. Um, and I, every time I speak to her, I'm always just very thankful, you know what I mean? For just thank you for taking care of my baby. Like he loves her and like, you know what I mean? She loved on him. My son is very affectionate. So he's always hugging her up and he's always, you know, so I was just grateful and I was able to tell her. But she gave birth to the little boys a week after school let out and had a stroke and was in a coma and was on life support for like five days. And then she passed away. Wow. So that was the summer in Barbados. You know what? It's, it's crazy had, about that, mm-hmm. about the teacher, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, it goes back to what we were, what, what the questions that I posed about the, the, the plan of whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, like you said, it has an event that has to happen. Like maybe that was like what she needed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know who these twins are going to become, but right. maybe it was her destiny or I don't know how to you bring, word it to bring get those them here. two people. Yeah. To, to get them to, here. Yeah. That's uh, got them here. That's yep. so sad though. Yeah. I can't even tell him like, I can't tell him that he doesn't know. His father went to the funeral. Wow. He doesn't even know. I could, there's like, there's no way that I could tell him that like now. Cause he's st- like, so in coming here, it was like, are my new teachers going to be nice? I hope they're really nice. Cause my last teacher, she was so nice. He would always like, oh my God, I love Miss Simone. She was so nice. Like, I can't even tell him that. Yeah, that's, that's super sad. So I'm almost, I was, so I'm really glad that like, I had already planned to, you know, to bring him here. And so he's not at that school. Like right. he'd be back at school and he, where is she? And he would not be okay. Oh, if he was back there, he would have went to the funeral and everything. He would, he would not be I okay. He would not, he be, would okay. not be okay. Couldn't, I couldn't even, I was just glad that I had already made the plan to bring him up here. And I didn't even have to say anything to him because I didn't, I don't, that's not a conversation that I want to have with him. Like I do not want to have that conversation with him at all. Yeah, that's a, so it's a good thing that they'll be, you know what I mean? Like, so he's at a new school. He's not even thinking about any of that now. At some point, we'll go back to Barbados, and I'm sure he'll be like, remember, you know, my teacher or whatever. And then he'll be a little older, and we'll be, a little, you know, a bit more removed from it. And so I'll be able to tell him, but I can't tell him anything now, no. Yeah. And so that was the summer in Barbados. All of that was going on. And so, yes, it was beautiful, and I laid on the beach every day, and it was carnival, and I partied, and I had, a, you know I mean? I did all of that stuff, but it was just a lot of, like, just sadness, and it was really heavy. This is, this and, is I was, and this I have to ask you this question because this is what the people really want to know. Did yes. you bring back any white henny with you? I didn't. You're you fired. Know. You're fired. You're fired! Shoot. I didn't. Get her off the show. Man, shoot. Talk about the Jane Green. I, I brought back a I case. I think I might have sold my last one. You, so you have, because then why do I, can, can you not, I, I don't drink it. Like yeah, I don't drink it either. I, I sell them. And, and this is, this is what I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I legit, do. They're a little harder to move here than. Legit sell them for, y'all ready for this? Drum roll, please. $100 a bottle. $100 a bottle. But you know, you know what's the kicker? 100 Wait, hold on. 100 Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. One hundred dollars. Yeah, see, no, in Barbados they cost eighty-five U.S. Oh, shoot, that's a little expensive. But you know, you know what the kicker is is that they really just uh, watered down Henny. Like it's not really the good stuff. It's not. I don't. You just can't buy it here in America. So it's no. It's it's exclusive. No, it's not exclusive. It's the it's the watered down version 
that you that they sell to Caribbean countries and you can't buy it in the US because it's not up to standards. That's what it really is. We don't and even that is strange because it's not something that we drink in the Caribbean. It's something that you buy right. duty free to bring back to America, but nobody drinks white henny and they drink regular henny, but right. nobody drinks white henny. Yeah, but we think it's exclusive, but it's really because I'm gonna tell you something. When I went to Mexico, right, and I was having some drinks, and I was drinking a little bit of, you know, you know, I was getting it in. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not even getting it. <laughs> but it's because it's oh. different over there. The stuff is watered down. It's I don't it's even the think version. But- of alcohol. I don't think it's just that. I definitely think that there's something about how your body metabolizes the alcohol and the heat. Because in Barbados, no, we no, are no, drinking rum. That. And we are drinking <laughs> rum, rum. But uh, the yeah, way but we could drink rum in Barbados is different than the way we could drink rum here. It just, it feels different. I, I, I swear to you, there's something about your body metabolizing it differently because of the heat and you're sweating and like, you might be more hydrated because you're hot and you're sweating, so you drink more water. Like, there's something about it, I believe. I do believe that they do send different grades of stuff to other yeah. countries. I know they do. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows? But listen, though, we are going to um, start meeting regularly, uh, whether we have a guest or not. We're going to okay. do like these uh, other podcasts and uh, kind of talk about. You stuff that's going on? Stuff that's going on. And we'll 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 throw a little bit of spirit. We'll say hete poo. And that'll make it uh <laughs> that'll make it uh fall under the spirituality guidelines, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I feel like that. Um I feel like that's a good idea. I think I mean we all have a lot to say about a lot of stuff. So yeah, like... yeah. And we're gonna actually uh I, I I felt like bringing past guests back on was like Doing a disservice to the listeners, but I, I think mm-hmm. we're gonna bring back um, some past guests. Uh, I mean, I think that we can, um, but I definitely think that we are interesting enough. No, they can't see me, sir. No, they can't see you. But we we are interested enough to keep it going, like right. But we're gonna bring yeah. some new guests in too. We got some uh, some new guests coming up, and we're gonna try to do some different stuff this year. Oh. There are a few people that, you know, we've been trying to get on for years that are still just acting funny, but, I, you know, we can try. <laughs> you said it. I, I didn't say Black it. Black people said always it. acting funny. Yeah, acting funny. Yeah, but there's uh, someone in particular that um, I know that he's just waiting to get something. He feels like he doesn't have anything to talk about, but I'm like, yes, you do. You're so interesting. Like, Call him out by name. <laughs> I should, right? <laughs> My sweet brother, Men Men. Oh, this guy's hilarious. Men Men not only is hilarious, he is such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to healing herbs. At this point, I call on men for everything. Men Men, my girlfriend has a calcified fibroid. What does she need? And Men Men goes, oh, she needs a little bit of so-and-so and so-and-so. I'm just getting on and I can send you some of that. He knows and it's, it came through him trying to heal his own health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've talked to you him know, that's how you find that. out. I talked to him about herbs and tonics and tinctures. And anytime there's a, I need this something. And then I, is this brand a good brand? Because he knows all of that. No, don't. Down to the sea moss that I buy. It's like, no, don't buy that one. They farm it the same way they farm tilapia. You want something that's fresh. It's, you know, it could be moldy. They have, like, he just knows about the brands of things and all sorts of stuff. I'm like, man, man, come on. Like, 
No, we definitely so to talk about. put in our men in Bach. Yes, on, on blast. blast. We definitely put on them blast. on blast. And this is this on is blast. we'll talk about it when we get him on the show. But I still can't believe this. How old is our men? Like thirty seven. Had a birthday. I don't know. He just turned thirty eight. Thirty eight. Mm-hmm. And I still call him men, man. Like that shit blows my mind. Like yo, this nigga. I do. I do still call him. But listen though. But listen, he's no. younger than me. I'm, I'm allowed to call the younger people. I, I can do that. He's younger than me. I still call him Memon. He's younger than me. He's, he's not, also my brother. He's so not he's that much my younger brother. than you, first of all. Yeah. I know, but he's, my, but he's my brother, though. That's different. Nobody else calls him Memon. No, call this other person calls him Memon. One other person that we know of. Who shall we she calls him Little Memon. But she calls him Little Memon because I call him Memon. And also because, you know, she likes to fuck with people and be a little condescending. So... I digress. Anyway, we are going to catch up next week. Uh, I think I got a guest lined up for us next week, and we will see uh, what happens. But until then, stay black and stay blessed, people. Cross over, but don't don't sell out. (laughs) Fast, what you got to say? Let it marinate. There you go. Meditate, let it marinate. Marinate, meditate. We see you guys on the flip side. Peace. Peace.